7.1. The Token of Image Leave yourself. You are surrounded by a thick mist. See something faintly through the mist. Approach it. See it clearly. And the mist envelops you. Second vision. Mist again. Third vision. Mist. Return to yourself. 7.3 The Seventh Narrative of Autumn Tremond When I saw myself, I wasn't me, and I was alone. When I switched perspective, the view around me was faint like the world had just been created and needed firming up. I had done the twelfth exercise to open the door, but I could not be the twelfth myself, and he could not be the thirteenth. The other two had left us. I think Marissa Mars got rid of them. We had skipped the week before, and when we came back, she was by herself. Something went wrong with them, she said. They wouldn't be coming tonight, she said. We took off our clothes and started the work. But there was nothing new, and for the first time, Marissa Mars let us know that she was angry about it. She called us monkeys and dogs. She said, your only talent is dumb belief. You won't see me again after tonight, but it's a mistake. You will never finish without me. You don't understand the 13th. You've read the text, but not the commentary. There's so much more to know, and until you know it, you will wander, lost, a world away. This is my curse. This is the curse of Marissa Mars. Yeah, just do. There's no, so much more to know and go a little darker with it. There is so much more to know. And until you know it, you will wander lost a world away. This is my curse. This is the curse of Marissa Mars. Alright, cool. Let's move on to the key token. Uh, initially, Rob asked me to read the book. Um, I was working on the recording for the actors. Uh, it's the one that Rob sent out to everyone and had them listen to that Anna made. Uh, I planned to do it all in one night, but um, halfway through, I, I just started to feel really weird. Um, I just kind of had to stop and uh, take a moment, kind of step away from it. So I went outside and I um, I started walking around and I guess I, I must have just lost track of time or I don't know, but I ended up finding myself by this empty farm field and I realized pretty quickly that someone was walking towards me. Um, but then I realized that it was me um that I was walking towards myself but it also wasn't me uh she was she looked weird and and strange and she was covered in thorns and something just wasn't right um I, I don't run <laughs> but I ran straight home like a full 10 minutes just running um and then I immediately called Rob and said that I I just couldn't do it um, there's just something about the words in the book and, and speaking them, or maybe it was hearing them. I, I don't really know, but it just, it woke something up. Um, it, it, 
it just opened some kind of door. A part of me kind of knew that I had to walk through the door at some point, but just just not this way. Not then, and maybe not now. Maybe not. Hey, are you awake? It's 4.34. Yep, I am awake. Uh, things are good here. Kind of bored. Not gonna oh, lie. that reminds me. Uh, so mm-hmm. I saw the girl again. She's, like, completely naked now, but she's, like, what? 20 miles past where I first saw her. So what I did was I got out of my car and was, like, chasing her, trying to figure out why she was there, chasing? what she was doing, all that stuff, right? You're and so chasing I ran a naked for woman? What are... felt like forever. And then I tripped in a hole and landed face first in a bra. And I'm not what? sure if it occurs or not, because I'm not sure how frequently bras are just discarded in the forest. John? But she was like, when I when I got up and I brushed the bra off my face, she was nowhere to be seen, right? So what? when I tried, well, I, I was like, I thought it was really far away from my car, but as soon as I breached the tree line, right in front of me was my car. Like I hadn't really gotten anywhere when it felt like I was running for what felt like probably half an hour. Where are you? Savannah, I'm I'm on the way to Shenandoah. I have to get back in the car. Wait, what are, what girl? What are you talking about? John? The Vandermeer Cabin by T. Carl Rasmussen. I located a cabin, more like a shed, the Autumn Tremont and Gregory Vandermeer used during their Shenandoah portal experiments in the summer of 1997. The shed contained a single table and chair and room enough for two people to sleep close side by side. There were the remnants of freeze-dried fruits and trail mix and soda cans with expiration dates suggesting that they were carried in by campers borrowing the shed years after Tremont and Vandermeer had occupied it. I feel strongly that the interdimensional couple had been here because of a stack of pages I discovered tucked in the corner behind the table. They were a draft of Tremont's narrative for the Book of Ecstasies and Transformations, and better resembled the version used by Robert Thompson and his performance partner than the version I carried with me. I know that Tremont wrote several different drafts of her narrative in an effort to best capture and communicate her experience, or at least what she wanted readers to take from her experience. I believe my version, which contained only sketchy details about the Shenandoah work and outlined the mechanism for portal travel differently, was earlier than Thompson's. When I entered the shed, I half expected to discover Tremont and Vandermeer inside, but notes suggest that they only spent a single season there and left as the weather turned cold to return to College Park. There she would file first the version of the text I discovered, and then the updated version found by Thompson. Her notes beyond the narrative itself are incomplete, rambling, and not worth quoting in any detail, but hint at someone who is disappointed her work could not be completed, yet satisfied with what she has accomplished. Tremont seems confident that her ritual will culminate in an indefinite but eventual time. She says it will be done in time and time again, and also M comes around through an alignment in the multiverse. Like Thompson, I wondered if Tremont and Vandermeer had spent the last two decades obsessed with this work, but it appears they haven't. I like to imagine a triangle of rocks in a back garden that Tremont visits every night as casually as filling a bird feeder to see whether her friend has arrived yet and when her right will be done. Aubrey, I've seen these two different colored eyes, and I think they're following me. Also, I've lost track of my 
clothing trail. I turned around and it was gone, but I mean, it's fine. I don't need to wear any clothes. It helps to feel the vibrations if I'm not wearing any clothes. And also there's not any bugs out here and you know, it's kind of a nice breeze. It's not too bad. So you're naked now? Yes, okay. I need to feel the vibrations and I feel them stronger without the clothes in the way. Okay, um, hang on, Olivia's calling. Hey, uh, so I just I just pulled up to the cornfield and it, it's like way more than a cornfield now. It's it, it's like a whole like Halloween event like going on. It's a whole thing with Ooh. like a pumpkin patch and and gourds and like kumquats or or some shit. And and I just passed to this station with this really nasty like candy corn flavored cotton candy and and I think they've also got cotton candy flavored candy corn. Mm. Those bastards gross and, and this freaking haunted zombie vampire werewolf i don't know what hayride and and there's randomly there's these painted horses that look like skeletons or whatever and some kind of pita nightmare waiting to happen and then there's this the freaking cornfield it's <laughs> guess what it's a maze it's a damn maze oh yeah yeah that's mr frog's halloween spectacular i love that place I used to love the cotton candy, but like... How much? Freaking $8? For what is the cotton candy? Is it included? Will you shower me with cotton candy? It's so worth it. It's worth it, Olivia. Um, sweetie, I don't... Um, where's your parents? Or... Hey, is this... Is this anyone's kid? Is this... Do you know (laughs) whose kid this is? Um, look, I'm okay. I I don't want your rock. You can keep your rock. Um, where is your is your mom or your dad? Did you come with your mom, dad, your grandparents? Olivia, Olivia, take the rock. Aubrey, I don't want to take the rock, and I I just want to say for the record that this girl has some freakish-looking eyes. They're like two different colors, and she's just staring at me. She's just staring at me i honey i don't want the rock have, i really don't it's, it's does she have wings okay. is she wearing a costume with wings i does anyone know whose kid this is i don't want your rock take the rock olivia fine 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 i'll take freaking rock thank you for your rock thank you i'll be right back just hold on hold on the eyes are following me. They're watching me through the trees, and I'm not alone anymore. The voice that I heard, it it's not friendly anymore. Aubrey, I'm being stalked. Nikki, I'm so sorry. I made a really, really stupid mistake. You, I forgot about the rocks. You need to find a rock, okay? A rock? Yes, yeah. You will not be able to get in the portal. This is all just going to be all messed up until you find a rock. What? (laughs) I'm wandering naked in the woods and you're telling me a rock is going to help me. Yes. Yeah, I know it sounds weird, but the rocks are really important. I mean, it's not the weirdest thing that I've done today. Okay, I'll start looking for this rock. It's not just any rock. It's a special rock and you'll know it when you see it. Okay? Okay. How do you feel about how we arrange the rocks? I think rocks are the most important thing. How we arrange them? 
What do you mean? Or just, what about them? For the structure. I think you have to have a strong structure. This is rock-based. Yeah. Water, less so. Water, less so, but still important. Rocks are the most important. Because without rocks, you, you need the outline. You need the outline. Okay. In order for it to stay, too. You don't want it to collapse. So what is the interaction between the water and the rocks, then? The water sits in the rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Ask a question, get an answer. <laughs> the water. <laughs> cool. Aubrey, it's, it's starting to rain. It's, like, full-out pouring and, like, about to storm. I, I gotta, like, go. They're shutting down the whole maze. You can't leave. You've got to find the throne. The, the throne? What yeah. throne? What do you mean? This is this Game of Thrones? One king to rule them all? What do you mean? What throne? Just some place to sit. It just needs to be someplace, anywhere to sit. Okay. All right. Guess I'm gonna walk through the rain. You know, it's kind of weird, but um, it kind of looks like that rock that girl gave me is like. It's almost like glowing, like in the moonlight, huh. I guess, but it's weird because there's, there's not even really any moonlight in the clouds. There's a storm, so maybe it's the stadium lights like around the cornfield. Um, <laughs> well, there's a freaking <laughs> rusted ass like metal folding chair in the middle of the maze. Is that... Is that a throne enough for you? Yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. God, you hear that? That is like so annoying. That the buzz. Is it? Is it from the stadium lights or? <laughs> How's the digging going? Well, I found that rock you were talking about inside the hole or one of the holes inside this forest. I dug it out. My hands are covered in dirt. Wait. Did I hmm. dig these? Or this? No, that doesn't make any sense. Wait. Wait, Aubrey, how did you know I was digging? Because of the holes. Okay. Oh, wait, there's something else buried in here. Hmm. It's, uh chair like a folding chair like a beach chair and it's what why has it been buried in the middle of the woods for no reason why would who bury a chair here the chair is important you're going to get the chair out of the ground did you notice anything about your rock i guess it's kind of shiny ah Mm, what is that? What's that noise? It's like a, a buzzing? It's the lights. You're hearing the stadium lights. Olivia, are you there? Yeah, hey. Awesome. Nikki, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, alright. We've got to get ourselves ready. Don't go anywhere. I'm going back into my portal. Nikki, you need to set your rock north, and Olivia, yours east. I'll set mine south. Then we all need to get on, in our chairs on my cue, okay? We've got to hurry. It's the end of the third day. This is the time to finish it. 
The Sound of the Portal by T. Carl Rasmussen. Six months ago, I reported to the readers of the archive that I was closing in on Autumn Tremond and Gregory Vandermeer's fabled portal in the forest of the Shenandoah Valley. I spent three weeks circling of a radius about four miles around the space I believed to contain the portal. While I was looking for the triangle of rocks that might have established the portal's boundaries, I acknowledged to myself that there were just too many rocks and too much brush in the vicinity to confidently place anything like a shape on the ground. I theorized that the portal would manifest some paranormal sign, but I also guessed that the sign might not manifest at all times of the day or night, or perhaps even the month. So I arranged to be at different points along the radius different times on the clock. I spent a week walking by day and a week walking by night. I kept eyes on a recorder I carried on my arm seeking aberrant sound waves in the area and also on the infrared lens I carried on my neck. Then, during the fourth and final week of my investigation, I heard a distinct electric buzz. The buzz could not be explained by any natural or mechanical source in the area and it was far too loud to be traveling from any distance. The buzz was not a static, as in the New Hope scenario, but m more like a low hum of a device. I thought of a refrigeration unit or perhaps a fluorescent light. Back in my campsite, I uploaded the audio from my recorder, amplified the sound, and mitigated the buzz to reveal a still more mysterious sound. Human voices. The voices were speaking what I perceived to be at least some English words. I am generally skeptical of the attempts to identify specific language under circum circumstances like these, but I believe I could place one word from the conversation I recorded. Meditations. I believe that the sounds I heard and captured on my digital recorder were produced at another portal, and perhaps even at another time. According to this theory, there is at least one other portal somewhere in the English-speaking world. Join me around the rocks. It's the end of the ritual. The twelve gather. Rob, Anna, Lucy, Dan, Shannon, Jacob, Kara, Bree, me, Nikki, Olivia. That's eleven. But there are already twelve, and then there will be thirteen. Their names must not be revealed until the last possible moment. Okay. So, uh, I finally pulled up to, like, outside of the cave that, uh, Aubrey said she was working in. And there's, like, this creek and there's a bunch of sand surrounding it and there then I can see the the, the mouth of the cave and um, there's Aubrey and then there's a chair and it looks like she's gonna sit in it so I, I get out and I run over and try to stop her from sitting down and I'm yelling at her and calling her and she just she can't hear me for some reason and I notice when I'm getting closer there's this buzzing that's just getting louder and louder and all of a sudden, there's this massive swarm of moths that just flies at me and, like, is all around me. And there's just this incessant flapping, and it's just everything is gray, and I, I feel like I'm going crazy. And so I run back to where the car was, because I didn't make it very far. And I, I get in, and I open my eyes, and there's nothing. And then it immediately just starts pouring rain to the point where I can't see the front of my car. I definitely can't see Aubrey. I have no idea what's going on with her. What the hell am I doing? It's just rain. There's no moths. I need to stop Aubrey if I'm not too late. <sighs> okay, here we go. Uh, it needs to end now. John? Savannah, what, what the hell am I?
What are, what are you Nikki, talking? Aubrey, and Olivia doing here? How did they How did they even get here? What the hell is going on? What are you talking about, John? You are at Chesapeake right now. Um, Olivia is not here. Uh, it's Lucy, Shannon, and Kara over there. They just got started at the portal. What the hell? Uh, what time is it? It's 4.34 a.m. Alchemical actors. To dive deeper or to donate, visit darkpoolproject.com.